Hello and welcome to the Zero PM podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to talk about protecting the environment and human health from pollution caused by persistent and mobile substances. Zero PM is going to prevent, prioritise and remove these substances from the environment. Zero PM is a research and innovation project funded by the European Union's Horizon 2020 programme. I'm your host for today, Raul Wolf, and I work at the Norwegian Geotechnical Institute, NGI for short, as part of the Zero PM project, and I'm very excited about introducing a series of four podcasts related to our work with substance grouping and building a database around persistent mobile substances in the global chemical inventory. Here we will have interviews with Emma Szymanski from the University of Luxembourg, Shanyong Wang from EMPA in Switzerland, Hans-Peter Arp, the Deputy Coordinator of CROPM from NGI in Norway, and also the table will turn for an interview with myself, Raul Wolf, on building the CROPM Chemical Inventory Database. We are recording this session live from CTEC Copenhagen in May of 2022, which is quite exciting as it is the first time many ZeroPM members get to meet each other in person and also ZeroPM is well represented with PMT substances and PFAS high on the agenda of this year's meeting. So now on to our first of four interviews. Hello, Emma Szymanski. Hi, Ro. Thanks for this great <laughs> intro. I'm Associate Professor Emma Szymanski, PI of the Environmental Chem Informatics Group at the Luxembourg Center for Systems Biomedicine, University of Luxembourg. I'm a chemist and environmental engineer by trade, focusing on developing open science chem informatics and computational mass spectrometry methods for identifying unknown chemicals in our environment. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here, Emma. Am I right off the bat, one question for you to throw into cold water. What is chemoinformatics? So cheminformatics, as the name suggests, involves chemistry and informatics, i.e. translating pictures and concepts of chemical structures on paper and in our minds into a machine readable format that a computer can interpret and work with. Chemical space is huge. We can't even enumerate it all. And the largest open chemical databases contain over 111 million documented chemicals. So gathering expert knowledge together and combining information and database management, as we'll do in 0PM, is critical. It is indeed. It is indeed. So you already touched upon uh, open source and chemoinformatics. So what are your thoughts on open source initiatives within the field of chemoinformatics? So open source and open science methods within cheminformatics is really critical. A lot of the information that's relevant to our 0PM work, for instance, to protect the environment is hidden behind confidentiality clauses or is in closed databases. It's been my mission the past decade to open up as much expert knowledge as possible, and that is legal, obviously, so that we can <laughs> tackle these issues jointly as a community. It's far too much for our individuals to conquer. Oh, that's certainly true. So another question about transformation reactions this time and why are they relevant for persistent and mobile substances? Yes, we'll be focusing on transformation reactions of persistent and mobile substances in 0PM. These are so interesting because there are millions of re relevant chemicals out there, but many have common moieties and can transform into the same problematic PM substances that cannot be broken down further. These can then persist in our environment, accumulating over time. Examples that we've already looked at are triazine, triazole, and PFAS substances. Transformations also tend to make these chemicals more polar and thus more mobile too. Hence, we then have the persistent and mobile problem. 
If we can find common problematic dead-end transformation products and ways to predict their formation from different starting products, we can scale up our assessment and prioritization to the millions of chemicals potentially relevant and screen them before we have an environmental issue, i.e. we can work on prevention rather than removal. That's perfect. And for the next to final question here, what part of the work excites you the most and which part do you think will have the most impact? So I really enjoy working together with great scientists to tackle and even solve challenging problems and the sheer number of chemicals in the market plus the scale of production and the urge for change makes this not only challenging but also super relevant. Who would have known that there are 6 million PFAS in the biggest open chemistry database PubChem? Working with the team to make this collection browsable, useful for the community was so rewarding. We hope it'll be widely used and will drive a change in thinking for a better world with zero pollution. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Emma, now for the final question for this podcast. Uh, I've been saying, and while we record this, everyone is sitting in the room together, that there would be a secret question. Now, I can already reveal now that it is not project-related, but now I will reveal it to everyone because I noticed that the four of us sitting in one room here, we all work in countries where we weren't born in. Like we are all foreigners mm -hmm. in the countries where we are. And as a, as a bit of a personal question here, uh, Emma, you're from Australia. Is there anything you miss from Australia? Is there like a typical food or like certain things you miss most from Australia? Tim Tams. Boom, baba boom, <laughs> yeah. Great. Is it Tim Tam? The question from Hans-Peter from Ex Auditorio. What uh, is a Tim Tam? It is the most delicious chocolate biscuit in the world. Mm. Does it have Vegemite in it? It has no Vegemite in it whatsoever. <laughs> Vegemite <laughs> was going to be my backup answer. But my parents keep us well supplied with Vegemite and with Tim Tams, but the Tim Tams don't last as long. Oh, good to know. <laughs> I don't like uh, Vegemite at all, but that's perfectly fine. Emma, thank you so much. Thank you for, so much, Rolf. For thank taking you. the time recording this podcast and enjoy the rest of the conference we'll see you around a lot here yeah. <laughs> thank you so much Rob. well thank you so much and this concludes this podcast but please stay tuned for our next recording in the series where i will interview shan yun zero pm zero pollution of persistent and mobile substances this project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement Number 101036756.